Today is Tuesday, March 21st, and welcome to the Daily Pause. This time of guided prayer and scripture reflection is designed to help you enter into the presence and love of God, to engage in personal union with Christ, from whom true life flows. In the scripture portion of the pauses this Lenten season, we are listening through John 13 through 17, where conversations Jesus had with his disciples the evening before his crucifixion are recorded. This week, John 16 guides our journey as we slowly, day by day, verse by verse, unpack the meaningful treasures Jesus intends for us to receive. So I encourage you now to find a comfortable place and posture away from distraction if possible, which will help quiet your body and mind a bit. Take in some slow, deep breaths now as you prepare to simply be with Jesus. As I enter prayer now, I pause to be still, to breathe slowly, to recenter my scattered senses upon the presence of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, lead me in this time of prayer. Lord Jesus, I come to you now to abide in you, to be one with you. You are the vine, I am the branch. I give everyone and everything to you, Jesus. 1 Peter 5, give all your worries and cares to God, for he cares about you. I give everyone and everything to you, Jesus. Jesus, I know that my sins, especially my stubborn, willful sins, hinder my union with you, so I now confess them to you, releasing them to you. Lead me now, Jesus, into deep and true repentance. Speak out loud now, sins and wrongs and failures that come to your mind. Psalm 51, cleanse me and I will be clean. Wash me and I will be whiter than snow. Jesus, I receive your complete and total forgiveness. I am free. Come Holy Spirit and heal and restore my union with Jesus and the Father. Heal my union now. I love you Jesus. I love you Lord. 
I love you, Jesus. John 16, verses 8 through 15. When he, the advocate, comes, he will prove the world to be in the wrong about sin and righteousness and judgment. About sin, because people do not believe in me. About righteousness, because I am going to the Father where you can see me no longer. And about judgment, because the prince of this world now stands condemned. I have much more to say to you, more than you can now bear. But when he, the spirit of truth, comes, he will guide you into all the truth. He will not speak on his own. He will speak only what he hears. And he will tell you what is yet to come. He will glorify me because it is from me that he will receive what he will make known to you. All that belongs to the Father is mine. That is why I said the Spirit will receive from me what he will make known to you. saw Jesus Revolution this week in the theater with my daughters and after the movie I had a chance conversation in the women's bathroom of all places with a total stranger. Amazingly the Spirit of God can bond two strangers in an instant. She actually shared with me she remembers the Jesus movement of the late 60s. Somehow within minutes we were talking about the work of the Spirit and she shared how her church growing up didn't talk much about it and it was just now she was really learning about the spirit i shared with her many churches don't talk about the spirit she and i both rejoiced in being part of a flock that teaches on the work of the spirit and its role in the trinity i gather much of what jesus says to the disciples in this passage and others would resonate possibly much later on after perhaps the pentecost he reassures them repeatedly, though, that the Spirit, the Advocate that is to come, is their direct link to Him, and they know Him. The part where Jesus says, I have much more to say to you, more than you can now bear, to me is one of the kindest sentences Jesus spoke to them. It shows the self-control Jesus possessed and knowing how much to say and when to say it. It reveals to them that there will be things, such as right at that moment, that He will choose not to share as it isn't the time. How often do I become frustrated at God for not just telling me what I need to know when I want to know it, the who, what, when, where, and why of everything, when it's more likely the Spirit isn't yet revealing because we are just simply not ready for all the details and the Spirit is taking his cues from the Father. It's kind of a protection of our hearts. The Spirit does not ignore us. The Spirit exercises discretion and knows what is the very best for our heart and our soul, far better than we do. Showing how closely the Spirit is in sync in the Trinity is another act of kindness. Jesus wants them to really see that this Spirit is the conduit between them and Him. He knows how hard His physical absence will become for them. 
I had a precious Christian counselor a few weeks ago tell me that Jesus is linking me and my dad. While Jesus has one arm around my dad in eternity, he has the other arm around me here in this temporal life. What a beautiful promise of the eternal presence of Jesus in the here and now and the then and there. Jesus wants us to grab onto the reality that when we connect to the Spirit, we are connected to Jesus himself. As we return to the passage, Spirit, reveal the part of my heart that needs you to heal it with your filling presence. Open my ears today to the words of Jesus as he speaks to me through your Spirit. Soften me for what I need to hear and help me trust when I don't hear what I think I should right when I want to. Help me trust in your discretion on what my heart and my soul can handle. John 16, verses 8 through 15. When he, the advocate, comes, he will prove the world to be in the wrong about sin and righteousness and judgment. About sin, because people do not believe in me. About righteousness, because I am going to the Father, where you can see me no longer. And about judgment because the prince of this world now stands condemned. I have much more to say to you, more than you can now bear. But when he, the spirit of truth, comes, he will guide you into all the truth. He will not speak on his own, he will speak only what he hears. And he will tell you what is yet to come. He will glorify me because it is from me that he will receive what he will make known to you. All that belongs to the Father is mine. That is why I said the Spirit will receive from me what he will make known to you. Jesus, I love you, I worship you, I trust you, and I enjoy you now. Restore me and renew me in this you're the vine and I am the branch union with you. Thank you for sending your Holy Spirit for me today. Come Holy Spirit and fill me afresh. I receive you afresh now. You are my counselor, comforter, my strength, and my guide. Spirit, help me receive your counsel and guidance, strength and comfort, particularly in, in this part of today's life. Notice what comes to mind as you think of your day. 
Where can you invite the Spirit's counsel and guidance, strength and comfort? Simply do that now. Holy Spirit, I receive your counsel, your guidance, your strength, and your comfort. I invite you now. Jesus, my heart now joins your heart in turning outward in prayer for people I know and care about who need to know you and know you better, who need personal union with you. I lift them up now by name. Speak out loud now at least three people that you can pray for five days this week that you know but need to know Jesus better. Say their names now. Jesus, move mightily by your spirit to draw these people to yourself. Convict them, Holy Spirit, of their need for you. Their need for Jesus. Of their need for their Father in heaven. So that they might experience the wholeness and healing that comes through personal union with you. Pray your kingdom would come over them. Faith would be born and strengthened in them. And your will would get done in their lives. Oh, Jesus, that these special people might experience life with you. For them, I pray. Come, Holy Spirit, now. Fill me afresh. Ignite in me passion and zeal for following you today and living out your mission in my world. Amen. <laughs>